Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Serotonin Syrup. I'm Valerie and this is a podcast where we talk about all things mental health, self, relationships, and navigating life in your 20s, and more. In this episode, we'll be talking about Healing March, which is quite a dramatic title for essentially a program I came up with for myself for the next month to hold myself accountable. Some of you expressed interest in it, so I decided, why not? Let's chat about it. And I know March has already started, like, trust me, I'm aware, but you don't have to start on day one. Um, can be started anytime. Time is an illusion anyway, so start whenever, today, tomorrow, this weekend, or just apply some rules that fit into your life. You don't have to do the whole thing, but I just want to talk about it and explain why I'm doing this. So what is Healing March? Um, The idea came to me randomly and was partially inspired by Dry January, which we all know is quite a viral no-alcohol challenge everyone seemed to be doing this year in honor of self-improvement and healing. I wanted to take it a step further. Um, So Healing March is more than just your relationship with alcohol. It's aimed to help you reboot kind of your entire life structure, help your mental health, give you a better sense of self, and also prevent burnout. There are eight rules, um, and all of them are fairly simple. So I truly believe, you know, it's about like applying all of them in combination is what's going to make it effective. I don't know about you, but I tend to get like super burned out usually around this time of the year um maybe it's the workload maybe it's just like all the ambition of the start of the new year is finally like starting to wear off um and settle in so i get a little bit down and i feel like march is a great place to start if you're looking for that little kick and boost of you know self-improvement but without overloading yourself as well how did everything start i was coming back home from sleeping over at a guy's place like very early in the morning i was super hungover and i knew i was gonna feel like shit the whole day um i also had a work deadline that same day and i also forgot to call my mom even though i promised her i would so anyway um we all catch ourselves in those moments we're like fuck um what am i doing with my life it was like such a long and dreadful uber ride back home And the worst thing I realized while, you know, thinking about all of that is that I didn't even like the guy that much, to be honest. I didn't like being drunk. Um, I felt super disconnected from myself. So that day, to no one's surprise, was super shitty. I felt and looked disgusting. I couldn't get anything done, even though I had a deadline. I skipped the gym and ended up spiraling in my bed because I get super anxious after drinking. Um, when I'm like drinking a lot the next day, I'm super, super anxious. And I mean, it's like a proven side effect of alcohol. So no surprise there. So anyway, I thought to myself, um, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to do things differently next time. And because committing to like permanent changes is so scary, I promised myself I'm only going to do a very like holistic approach to my life for a month and then I'll see how I feel. If I like it, I'll continue. If I don't, then I'll come up with something else. So this is a much less intimidating concept than like changing your life once and forever because we all know how that goes. Usually it doesn't work because it's just such a big commitment. 
So if Helium Marge goes well and I get the results that I want, um, which I'm still not sure what those results will be, but I'm hoping to see the difference soon, um, then I will implement this into my life on like a consistent basis. So let's just go through the rules and just want to say there's nothing groundbreaking here. I'm not like discovering <laughs> something that's never been done before. It's just a very like simple getting back to yourself approach to life that's it so the first rule is as you probably guessed no alcohol um i'm on antidepressants and alcohol makes them less effective and worsens my depression i only drink because i feel like i cannot do the social things that i want to do without drinking unfortunately as just a society we live in it's super hard to do social things without drinking instead of succumbing to societal pressure this time I'll either say no entirely to going out, or I will be switching to alternatives. It can be awkward to go out without drinking, but, you know, at some point your health comes first. And I'm the one suffering the hangovers, I'm the one feeling depressed after drinking, so, you know, I should be the one to decide whether I drink or not. Plus, if you don't drink, you save so much money. You have so much more energy to do things you actually want to do and your sleep schedule will be better rule number two is no dating <laughs> this one is kind of hard um controversial even perhaps dating is fun i love it um, but i'm quite codependent and i feel like to do this properly i need to abstain for at least a month uh, i mean to do this program Unfortunately, as a lover girl, I feel like whenever I have someone in my life um, or like someone special on the horizon, I immediately deprioritize my other life areas, which is not good at all. I definitely have not mastered the skill of balancing all areas of my life. And whenever I'm dating, um, if I catch myself actually like falling for someone or liking them a lot, I abandon pretty much everything else, and since I don't currently have it in me to learn how to balance it, I'm not gonna date at all for at least a month and see how I feel, especially since the way I primarily date usually is through dating apps, and we all know how that goes sometimes. Um, more often than not, it's just a waste of time, and also I've realized that um, I've come to this realization before. This is what like annoys me about myself is that I know that casual dating doesn't bring me any fulfillment or like doesn't add any value to my life, but I keep going back to it out of what? Like I don't know what it is. Might be codependency, might be fear of abandonment or like being alone. I'm not sure. I just know that this time I'm really conscious of that desire to go back to a dating app and I'm not taking that shortcut i'm actually like sitting with myself as i mentioned my valentine's day episode which is it's very important to learn how to do that and to not fight the loneliness but rather work with it this month is gonna help me recognize my needs better and take proper care of myself diverting attention from dating back to me to romancing myself sleeping in my own bed buying myself things reading, having more time for my passions and friends, that is all very important and that's what's that's why it's such a huge part of Healing March to me. Next one is saying no with no shame. 
um, to my fellow people pleasers, this one's a must. I talked a bit more about this in the previous episode, but to put it basically in two words, um, saying no is a skill. And if you're used to saying yes to things out of fear of rejection, out of wanting to please everybody, to not upset anyone, you need to unlearn it to become happier yourself and to improve your mental health as well. How many times do we catch ourselves saying yes to a gathering or like a social event or doing a favor for someone just because we don't want to say no and we might get FOMO and we just might get this icky feeling of letting someone down and we don't want to do that. So then we say yes, but we cannot say yes and then not also suffer from burnout and resentment that's going to come with it. We, you know, feel all types of ways about it and we're angry at ourselves because we basically brought it upon ourselves. So this month I'm really committed to saying no and just out of curiosity, you know, like also seeing where that takes me. I mean, like if I don't want to hang out with somebody, if I don't want to go out or if I don't want to drink socially and I say no and I'm firm about it and I say no explicitly, how many people are going to react differently to me than they usually do you know what I mean so also just like it's curious observation of how your surroundings change based on you saying yes and you saying no I feel like that's a very interesting thing to think about and to observe I understand that the concept itself may sound selfish but it's really not it's about saying no so that you can say yes to better things if that makes sense. So I know it's scary, but try it. Just be curious about it. How will your life change once you start saying no when you want to say no? Next one is doing a daily check-in. This one is important because, of course, we need to track the progress as we do the Healing March and whether the things that we're doing, the habits we're changing, um, are actually making a difference and what's working and what isn't working. So, you know, I'm doing a little self-check-in every single night before I go to bed. Hopefully I can make this a habit because I've been trying to journal consistently for years now and it's always, I always fail. (laughs) So if journaling is already a part of your life or if you do something like this every day, just feel free to skip this step. But for me, it's a very important one. Uh, Just because, you know, how am I going to know if this is working if I don't have the necessary data, like a day-to-day data? So in my daily check-in, I track sleep, mood, what happened that day, um, some interesting thoughts that I'm having, some things that bother me or things that made me happy that day. Very simple, very, very grounded things. I just write them down on my phone and then I go to bed. Very overall high point check-in with yourself. The next one is um, the funniest one, and it's, I literally wrote it in all caps, no fantasizing about exes. (laughs) This looks very funny to read, Um, but it felt necessary just because I do this so much. I do this so fucking much. It's honestly embarrassing, and I feel like that is part of the reason, the large part of the reason why I literally do not get over people ever because I just keep thinking about them. I keep thinking and thinking, even when there's nothing to think about anymore. You know, I keep digging that grave. And at some point you just realize that you don't know where reality ended and where things you made up started. 
So this month I cut it out. I forbid myself from fantasizing and thinking about my exes and all these things that could have been, should have been, because they weren't and they didn't happen. So why am I still devoting so much energy and attention to thinking about it? You know what I mean? Um, Unfortunately, because I know you can't just like force yourself to not think about something. You're only going to think about it more. So you also have to eliminate the triggers that cause it in the first place. For me personally, it's sad music, breakup songs, uh, watching sad films. And sometimes I even go through like old messages with people I'm no longer in contact with. So I'm not doing any of that this month, which is sad because I do love my sad music. I love Gracie Abrams. I love Taylor. I just can't afford that right now because that sends me into unpleasant thoughts. And hopefully the next step will be learning how to like digest sad music and sad art without thinking about those people. But that's, I feel like, a conversation for later. For now, it's just like eliminating the triggers for a little bit and letting myself be in peace. Next one is similar to journaling every day, but it's a separate one because I feel like it's really important and it's to have a gratitude check. Um, Gratitude is, of course, very complex, uh, but if done right, it can really transform your life just on its own. And it's been monumental in helping me with my mental health on days where I'm not feeling my best and I don't know how to uplift myself or like not spiral further. Um... You know, gratitude for simple things is really as easy as basically just saying to yourself or like writing down the things you're grateful for, things you already have and things you feel secure about. You really have to look at your life objectively, like zoom out and see what are some of the good things that you have? What are some of the good things you feel great about and you feel secure about? And that gives you so much comfort to just know that and to remind yourself of that. Because, of course, we're humans, we're selfish, we tend to forget, we tend to want more and more and more. So just being able to do that daily gratitude check and really tell yourself, like, it can only be as simple as five things. Five things I'm grateful for today. And you just say those things and it makes you feel better in an instant The next step is this month I'm giving my body what it needs, not what my mind thinks it needs. I have a history of being very mean and unhealthy to my own body and I'm very determined to change that because, you know, as I am turning 25 soon, realizing that I have the same feelings about my body that I did when I was 14, like 15, it's devastating. And I don't want to keep feeling like this. I don't want this feeling to be with me for my entire life. Anyone that has struggled with body dysmorphia or an eating disorder or just poor body image knows what I'm talking about. We need to be a little more proactive when it comes to how we tackle this um, relationship with our bodies. This month, I'm giving my body everything it needs and I'm doing it very shamelessly. No excuse. For instance, if I have a workout scheduled, but I don't want to go and I'm feeling tired, I'm not going to go. If I pour myself coffee in the morning just out of habit because I drink it every day, but I actually don't want coffee, I'm not going to drink that coffee. It's silly how we like we get used to doing things that aren't really maybe something we want right now. If I want a dessert, I will have dessert. Um, if I want to have 
a healthy meal but then I like forgot and ended up having an unhealthy meal it's fine I'm not gonna ruminate about it I'm not gonna be mean about it because like excuse me I've been doing this for my entire life I feel like I've had a terrible relationship with my body and it of course comes in waves comes and goes sometimes but I just don't want to treat my body the way I used to treat it um it's not the way to go and it's not really this rule is not about balance or 80 20 whatever it's really as simple as removing the noise from everything you see and hear online in the real world and listening to your body it's not an overnight change but we can get there if we just remove everything that surrounds us that people tell us about bodies food weight whatever and we actually just look in the mirror or like literally just listen to what we want and we act on that i feel like ultimately that's going to make us so much happier and healthier than we currently are and the final rule which is at the end of this month i will book a trip um, a solo trip for myself preferably somewhere for the next month like i'm not actually going to go this month but i'm going to book it um, it will be a solo trip because i haven't traveled alone outside of work in a little bit and I know that that's something I love doing. That's how I discover myself. That's how I learn more about myself. And I really want to do that again. Um, and it's very important for me to do this alone with like no friends or anything. I love my friends, but you know, this is just for me. It's kind of like my eat, pray, love moment. Yes, but a little less detached from the real world. You know, that movie, I have, I have a lot of questions still. So... Yeah, I find it very important to, first of all, to have some perspective to look forward to while I'm doing this healing march so that there's like a finish line that I can refer to, um, you know, to be able to track kind of the bigger objective as well, uh, which is to reestablish my relationship with myself that I feel like I've been losing lately due to, I don't know, busy lifestyle, trying to manage my mental health, new projects and like being anxious, stuff like that. So I don't know where this trip is going to be yet, how long it's going to be. Um, it's probably just going to be a few days, but it's going to happen and it's almost symbolic. Like I said, it's a finish line to celebrate myself and reward myself for doing all of this, even though I wouldn't say there needs to be a reward. It's just nice to have one because we all deserve treating ourselves. The most important thing that I forgot to mention is that I'm not going to document this trip on social media. Fuck off. I know I'm so bad at this. Like I I'm so bad at this because I do social media for work and because I have Astro Wonders and all this stuff. I am too much in the social media world and not enough in the real world, which is just silly because I'm it's like I'm living my life for Instagram. Sometimes it almost feels like, and it makes me feel crazy. It makes me feel disgusting. I'm not going to be documenting that trip on my social media. It's just for me. It's fine to have things that are for your eyes only and no one else's. So I highly encourage you to do the same. I fully understand um, that not everyone is able to book a trip somewhere. It's just not realistic and it's not an option for everybody. But I still encourage you to do something at that finish line at the end of the month. Uh, it could be a date with yourself, could be a nice purchase, could be, you know, just spending a day however you wish. 
it's just about having something to look forward to at the end of that month or the next month. And it's preferably something that you do alone for yourself, by yourself, to really reconnect with yourself, with your inner child, with, you know, everything that you've been feeling disconnected from. And that was my eight rules for healing March journey, even though I'm pretty sure this is going to go on for at least... I'm hoping it's going to continue into April and then May and then maybe June. We'll see. Not giving any promises, but so far, I really like how this is going. It's been five days now. Um, I also want to answer the question for myself. The question being, am I making the decisions I'm making because I genuinely want that? Or am I making those decisions because of some mental limitations or like some influence, uh, external influence that I had? Um you know, when I was in that Uber going back from the guy's place and I was not feeling great about it at all, I thought to myself, like, maybe if I listened to myself more, maybe if I got to know myself better, this wouldn't have happened. This is what I'm trying to get back to. This mindset of really knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want, which I find very important. Having said that, I really feel like this year is also I'm learning to be chill about my mistakes and why I do the things I do and also being really forgiving with myself. Um, Give myself the space to process them and to learn from them without like ruminating and guilt tripping myself afterwards because how else are we going to learn, right? Yeah, so just have fun, be a fuck up sometimes, but also learn why you do the things you do and maybe you know that will inspire you to make changes in your life i hope you have a beautiful week ahead if you do decide to take on this challenge definitely let me know i would love to hear about your experience with it and also let me know what um you want me to talk about in the following episodes i'll see you in the next one uh love you guys so much thank you so much for listening honestly it means a lot um follow serotonin syrup on instagram follow astro wonders and subscribe to my newsletter i actually just revived it it's spelled it's astrowonders.substack.com um would love if you subscribe but the link will be down below in the description of the episode i got a wonderful message from a podcast subscriber the other day and he just told me a little bit about himself and his dating experiences and how he really resonates with the podcast and that made me very happy because you know this is like a new project that I'm doing and I literally have no time because I'm doing so many other things um so I barely have time for this podcast but I love doing this and I would love to continue and those little messages from you mean a whole lot love you so much and have a beautiful week be gentle with yourself and here's to a month full of healing